Welcome to The Talks, a mini-series that I'm going to be doing while all of us are at home, quarantined, to keep you, as well as myself, entertained. So I really hope you enjoy these little mini-episodes that I'll be doing. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, listening and death. So the two can be very unrelated, but I'm going to talk about both of them together simply because of a Netflix show that I watched, and I'm going to dive into all of that. So please stay tuned, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. If you're a fan of like Adventure Time, because I was a big fan of Adventure Time, and I didn't know that this show that I was watching was actually produced or animated by the same person who did Adventure Time. So if you're looking for something that's a little bit more challenging, something really interesting, I would totally recommend The Midnight Gospel. I found it um, one of these nights, and I just began watching it, and I'm gonna... Guys, it is brilliance. I like it in the sense that, you know, it's a podcast, but like it's um, the whole idea of a space cast, quote unquote. And the whole, and it's just a place where like you just um, explore and understand these different ideas. So it talks about mindfulness, it talks about listening, it talks about death, it talks about relationships, it talks about like avoiding problems. It talks about so many different things that I felt that I could relate to. And it's just eight episodes. Each episode is about 20 minutes. So I would say you could probably watch it in one sitting, but I'm going to rewatch it because there's so much I feel that I can learn from it. So really just diving into um, the episodes that I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about the episode which had to do with listening and the episode that I had to talk with death. So death was one of the last ones. I forgot where listening was. It was somewhere in the middle. But yeah. So one thing I realized as I watched it and I was really getting all the information that was being given to me was this idea that a lot, a lot of us are actually really bad listeners. And this is why. Firstly, when we think about listening and we always kind of equate it to two people conversing and then one person does the talking, another person does the listening, the person takes this information, makes sense of it, and then from there, they you're basically uncoding, decoding if you really want to get technical with these terms. So someone encodes a message, we get it, we decode the message, then we encode our own message and we give it back to that person and they decode it the way they understand it, right? So that's how we see listening fundamentally. But then it really broke it down to the point where we're so bad at listening that we don't listen to ourselves we don't listen to our bodies we don't listen to the world around us we don't listen to nature we don't listen to if you're a spiritual person we don't listen to the higher beings that we follow we don't listen to friends we don't listen to sometimes don't listen to friends sometimes don't listen to family and it's this whole idea that sometimes when we listen our mind just kind of zones out and this is especially when we're doing one-to-one um, talking. So when you're talking with a friend or a group of people, there's always that disconnect. Simply because a lot of the times when we're listening, we're not actively listening, if you want to get really technical with the terms. But we're not listening as a means of, you know, focusing on that person and what they have to say. And this ties in greatly with mindfulness. It's because our minds are constantly racing from place to place that we tend to forget to be in a place and in a moment at a given time. And so hence, when we listen, like let's say in class or to a lecturer or to a friend, we tend to 
kind of zone out the last paragraph last sentence a couple of words that they say simply because we're not in that moment because our minds are racing and thinking about a whole multitude of other things instead of being in that moment and being present so to say so in that sense it's all this it's a whole idea that our minds are not under our own control and they kind of just control themselves and where mindfulness comes in is through meditation or through other basically other practices where we learn to focus on one task at a time you get to this point where you know you're able to be like i'm in this moment and i need to focus on this so if it's in conversation you're like i need to focus on this person and what they are saying and and basically eat up every single word that they're saying every little idea every little detail and that's and that's if you want if i really want to give a simple um idea then this ties into a lot of things let's let's talk about our bodies and physically so physically um that's that one thing i realized or a common thing people say is that when you get sick or let's say something is hurting and you ignore it it means you're not listening to your body and I'm, i find it interesting that you use the word listening because listening is essentially get, getting the information making sense of it and then taking the next step forward i feel like that's what listening is when you want to help someone you have to listen to them get to the root of their problem understand what is being communicated to you and then you respond appropriately right that's why we have people who are bad listeners because they what whatever they say is not cohesive or is not understood or they don't understand what is being said to them and so hence they respond in a way that is just not cohesive it's not constructive it's very detrimental but then as humans i mean we're the we're the worst listeners of all we don't listen to our bodies when they're feeling pains when they're feeling sick some people ignore them completely they're not listening to their bodies and those can be early signs of different things i'm not saying that every time you know you get a headache you should go to the clinic but it's the whole idea that you need to pay attention to your body and if you pay attention to nature pay attention to you know the spiritual being that you follow if you are someone who is really serious about your spiritual walk it's very important that you know you listen to whatever this being or this superpower this higher power is saying to you because a lot of the times um with my roots in christianity i would say a lot of the times it's usually me who did the talking when it came to prayer i would say oh dear god i want this dear god i want that i want this i want that or dear god i praise you dear god like worship it's always me talking but then where's the silent moments i realized that one thing that i struggled with was i was never silent enough to actually listen to what was being said to me you know i would always give the illusion of listening but the truth of the matter was i never really listened at all and even after even coming out of christianity and kind of finding my own spiritual journey i found that being silent revealed so much more about me than you know actually you know actively always having to talk or always having to express myself and i really like the way the midnight gospel puts it it's like listening is like respiring because when you talk it's like you're holding your breath be like you're breathing in so you talk you talk you talk you talk you talk but then when you listen it's like it's like a friendly breath as I I like to look at this as let's say like a therapist and their patient their par- their patient is talking and they're just breathing out breathing out breathing out I mean they're breathing in breathing in breathing in they're just breathing all of that in and then when they listen to what the other person is saying it's like you breathe out, it's like and you're just it's like I've let in all this and so now that I'm listening to you it's like I can take a break I don't have to, you know, focus on myself anymore. I don't have to focus on my world. I can focus on you and what you have to say. And it feels really something that's kind of sad is that how listening deteriorates a lot of things and that's why I feel it's really important to teach children how to listen effectively 
appropriately and be able to respond after they've listened because i know for me it took me it didn't take me long to understand how to listen but i can tell from other people that i've met that listening is not their strongest suit they would much rather hear the sound of their own voice than the sound of other people talking and that is not listening so i would want um if you guys really want me to dive in deeper with this topic i'm gonna rewatch that episode and then i'm gonna give you guys my thoughts so just respond back to me if you thought that you know this whole idea of listening was pretty cool i'm going to dive into the next topic of death I feel I'm someone that a lot of people don't like to talk about death with because I'm someone who's not very remorseful when it comes to death. But I guess of of late months, maybe a year, I feel like my idea of death has been a little bit shaken and I'll let you guys know a little bit more about that. So I realize when it comes to death and understanding what death is, I feel a lot of people are very misguided in their views of what they believe death to be. And why i say misguided or maybe less hopeful lack for better terms it's just the idea that a lot of people understand what death is but not a lot of people understand that death is final and it's inevitable because your time of death is not certain but your death is certain if that makes sense so it's this whole idea that a lot of us just kind of go around and we live our lives knowing that death is going to come. We just don't know when it is. And so hence, we always allow a lot of little things to enter and like protrude or like bother our lives, you know? And if we knew that like death was knocking at our door, maybe at the end of this week, at the end of next week, I feel that a lot of us will lead very, very different lives. I feel a lot of this is due to circumstance. A lot of this is due to, you know, your point of view, where you were born. And a lot of things are out of our control when we're first born. You don't choose your family. You don't choose where you're from. You don't, ch- you don't choose a lot of things about yourself. But then you do choose, but you, I feel to some extent you can choose the kind of life that you want to have for yourself. Because you always hear about people who are these underdogs, you know, they, may, they might not have, okay, I'll put them as the slumdog millionaires of the world, okay? So if you've watched the movie Slumdog Millionaires, this kid who essentially was born in the slums of India and he wins, uh, wants to be a millionaire. Okay, so he becomes this millionaire. So sometimes life can be like that. You're born in the slums, then you end up being in a great place. Or maybe it's the other way around, or maybe you're just stuck in poverty for the rest of your life, or you just be rich for the rest of your life. Life has its own circumstances. But I feel if you're able to listen to my podcast, I feel that you are in a place of a little bit of privilege. You're in a place where, you know, you can afford to have a phone, working internet, you know, it can access different things, you can afford different luxuries, you have clothes on your back, you've got a roof over your head, you've got, you can choose to eat the foods that you want, and you have all of those different things that are accessible to you, but my question to you is, are you living a life that is certain of death? I'll repeat that again, are you living a life where you understand that it is certain of death? Now, the whole thing that comes with death and the reason I feel like it's so distorted is that a lot of the, our ideas of death are rooted and basically understood from different point of views. So for me, growing up, my point of view of death was always rooted in religion. But then when I took religion away, I realized that I really didn't know what death was. And for a little while, I was actually really scared of it because it was that idea that I was so certain that I was going to go to this place, a good place because of the person that I was. But I feel like that, that theory was so flawed because of my understanding of the, of the higher power that I serve. One problem that I had, which is highlighted really well in this one Jubilee episode I watched about Satanists versus religious people. Yeah, middle ground. And this guy, one guy, 
pointed out this thing about like how could you have a higher power that puts you on a planet he creates this planet he puts you on this planet and he says and basically his rules are these are my rules if you do not follow these rules i will punish you he set the rules he set the terms we didn't really choose to be here but we have to kind of follow these rules and you know I mean, you can you can translate it loosely or however you want, but that really spoke to me because it's just like, yeah, I don't believe that there's this person who's greater than I who's going to punish me just because I choose not to follow his rules. I mean, yes, there is such thing as like death, destruction, and things that are innately bad, but I do not feel that, you know, just because I do not believe in this person or do not believe in this power or whatnot, you will be punished eternally for it. And I guess this is something that's a little bit more deep and a little bit more um how i would say it's really down to the person and what you believe these are my personal beliefs and you do not have to believe what i believe but i just wanted to share some of my thoughts and with death i feel like over time it's just become this construct and it's just become terrible i was talking to one of my friends he's an atheist and he really we had this really good conversation about death and he just brought up this idea that how death is essentially the the worst place for a certain group of people and he gave me the example like a lot of people think hell is a really hot place right but then this is all rooted back into history when you go when you think about the israelites they were in the desert the desert is a hot place there's no water it's burning so then for them their worst case scenario is being in a place that's very hot where everything is burning and like you have no way of quenching your thirst there's no way of you cooling down so you're always like you're on fire that's for them but then for vikings it's actually quite the opposite for vikings their worst case scenario is being somewhere very cold you know because in with vikings you know from the scandinavian countries up there it's really really cold right so for them their luxury was warmth so for them going to quote-unquote the hell that we know would be a good thing because they want warmth but then the opposite is true for them if they went to a very cold place that is their version of hell so it's so ah you know it's so out there so you cannot really be sure who's right who's wrong and especially if you're someone who's religious i do believe yeah if you are religious or you do follow religious practices by all means go understand go through and like be a part of that but i also want you to understand that with your life you need to leave you need to live every moment like it's your last moment and if you had that understanding of yourself and of your situation, I feel that a lot of people would definitely be making very different decisions. They won't be talking about things that don't matter to them. They'll be going out and following their passions. And I know that it's not really easy, especially when you're conditioned to live a certain kind of life or a certain kind of lifestyle. But I feel it's also important that you realize that, you know, your time will be up. And this is a reality all of us are going to face either today, tomorrow, the following week a couple of years from now a couple of decades from now but that's a reality that all of us are gonna have to face and because that's a reality that all of us have to face we need to understand what it really means to have life and what it really means to have it taken away from us I think it can even reflect on those people who have those those ones that you love and they're not here anymore and how we sometimes say oh they could have lived longer oh their lives are cut too short the truth is your life could have been cut too short what are you doing with it that is today's episode if you really really want to reach out to me 
and you know if you want me to talk about this a little bit more i'm going to rewatch the episode to do a little bit more in-depth research and i'll get back to you so if this was a really cool um episode that you want me to do again but i'll do them separately like i'll do one just specifically listening another one specifically on death i'm really willing to dive into those topics because i really feel that they're really interesting but yeah go stream midnight the midnight gospel on netflix it is brilliant you will not regret it If you'd like to get into contact with me with more topics you'd like to talk about, feel free to hit my email. That is themisadventuresya at gmail.com. That is themisadventuresya at gmail.com. You can also catch up with me on Twitter or Instagram at um, the at sign underscore Doreen underscore MT underscore. All of that's in the show notes if you did not catch any of that. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating or even a comment, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.